Hello, hello, hello. Welcome along to Benchcast. I'm Neville O'Donoghue, and this is a podcast for bench warmers. Listen to me now, listen to me. Which phone is that? That's the second time it's gone off. We're going to do it. Tyson Fury. It's Torres to give Chelsea a place in the Champions League final. The headline has been written. You're a county? Absolutely not. That's a load of rubbish, Brechon, to be quite honest. Uh, He's a disgrace to have a football club. What a belt he's given it. I, 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 I love I love I love me county, you know. We love Jamalans. On this podcast, I talk to Ulster and Irish scrum half John Cooney. This podcast is thanks to What's the Crack Make sure to check them out and follow them on social media for more. And it's also thanks to the Irish Vickers Dubai. So with that, myself and John, we talk about playing playing with Leinster, playing with Connacht then eventually moving on to Ulster and the value of hard work. And we also look ahead to the 2023 Six Nations. Hope you enjoy the pod. The Irish Vickers Dubai. John, John Cooney, welcome to the Irish Vickers Dubai. Cheers, Cheers. Toronto. Well, John, is it your first time in Dubai? It is actually. So my cousin has a gym on the palm and chalk in the middle of. Um, so yeah, I've actually best about where I was training a bit. Yeah. Came here for a good few pints. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, just both enjoying myself training and also enjoying. First time, with, like yeah, because I see. Uh, do you know what else I see over there at the moment? Is the the Connacht Lucid? What's his name? Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did you bump into him at all? Did you? No, yeah, Dwayne Vermeulen's here. Yeah. Billy Burns is here. So it's a place for a rugby player as well. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't yeah. It? Okay. I just was saying, I can't believe it's your first time. Here. Yeah, I've been ever. I've been to Bali, Thailand, ever based in the world. So it means come. So I think with last couple of went to within Europe, so it's nice to be here. You're there for the week, is it? Yeah. Really good um, and you're doing a bit of training with your cousin. Right? Yeah, he flogged me yesterday, honestly, with Diana. Right. And um, yeah, no, that's, um, we, as I said, we got a few questions in uh, when I put you up last night, big question here. Uh, I, uh, just, we got one in from an Ulster fan. Please sign soon with Ulster, that's what I said, like, you know, so. Well, yeah, so make sure you get on the ball. Yeah, I, I, I love it there. Honestly, yeah, it's great. It's been amazing. Um, yeah. That is my plan. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I played like I went to home farm trial and maybe I chatted about it myself, I think. But I loved it. I said, I, like, soccer was everything. I loved it. Michael Owen was my, my hero. But then you went to school and it just slowly yeah. turned into Just my friends were all playing and I just did it because I was decent. I said I was decent. My brother said I was good. I didn't think I was that good. But you played Irish on three. You won the Six Nations Irish on the twenty. Yeah, but that was late. I didn't make the Irish 18s, didn't make it. Um, yeah. Got called in. Made Irish 20s, got dropped my first year. So everything was always just up and down. Made Irish 20s year young, got dropped. Irish 18s got dropped. So yeah, it was going well. 90s, 20s got really well. Made some academy. You're making yourself sound like you were useless. Like, Maybe, you know? yeah. <laughs> I was good, but I wasn't as good as people probably think I was. Right. Um, but then made 20s eventually. Played, yeah, every game that year. Uh, made the academy and then the next year played Lancer. So I was I was lucky from eighteen twenty one accelerated. But before that I know I'm not like everyone who grew up being like if 
Obviously, my dream was to play for Ireland in rugby. It was never, not ever my dream. My dream was to play for Liverpool in football. Okay. And when I got to 18, it just escalated. Yeah. Basically. Well, look, you don't know what life runs because, look, what I'm doing now, I never thought I'd be doing it either. Like, you know, so that's, yeah. I suppose if there's any advice to anyone, you know, you yeah. just follow whatever path comes in front of you. I feel like it's a different story because everyone knows that, oh, I grew up wanting to play for like it. I didn't. I grew up wanting to play for Liverpool in football. Um, yeah. Everything, but I would love to say there. Well, 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 let's go back to from day one then. Let's start from the start because yeah. no, like I think you're the very essence of uh, hard work will beat talent. Well, obviously you're the talent, but hard work beats talent any day of the week. You had a long road to become a professional rugby player, yeah. didn't you? One percent. Um, I do think because I'm good at kicking, I'm good at like stuff that can be flashy. Like I take a lot of inspiration from other athletes and unprofessional. Uh, athletes and one's called Brian and he's always it's like what separated him was a hunger right. and I always feel like that was that was me it was it was a hunger I've always wanted to be better I've always think I can get better whatever I do at 30 soon now I still think I can get better and um, I still think such growth I still move as well as I have at 24 25 I'm still as I think I'm better kicking I think I'm better at everything um, you experience that was really Yeah, amazing. exactly. I think it's that. I think I see pictures easier. It's I look at something that I've seen it twenty times before, fifty, yeah. hundred times before. So for me, it's it, it actually annoys me when people talk about my age profile. I'm like, I don't. I'm not. I feel like I'm not like everyone else. I feel like I'm new. I don't know. I feel like I'm. Oh, well, you can I'm get away, better. You, you can get away with it too at nine. And yeah, in fairness, when you get older, I don't tackle. Yeah, I don't tackle anymore. My shoulders are not great. So if I'm really vocal and I can get people to do my job, that's what I do. I shout at them, you know, do my tackles. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, for Liverpool and football, and yeah. everything worked out for me. It was great. But it wasn't good, my goal. My goal was to just be decent in the sport. Like, you're not going good at the moment, no? No, no, no yeah. You go for many yeah, games, yeah. I used to, I went to Liverpool at Chelsea a couple of years ago, but it's kind of a little bit of scenario between us and all the circumstances, so it's a bit weird. Right. Um, uh, the only thing I wanted to ask you was, uh, so you broke into Leinster eventually, now I know you were behind one written for a bit, yeah. and then, so then I know you got a year contract with uh, with Connor for a bit, and then Ulster presented itself, like, you know, yeah. like that really, that really drove you on, like, didn't it, Ulster, like, tell us about your, tell us about your struggles with Leinster, and then your year with Connacht, and then how you, you know, you got your luck in finally with Ulster. Yeah, it's, it's like I was very lucky in regards that I had Redzer and Bossy, and to actually have me a lot. So I think as an athlete, some of the best things you can do is ask questions. So I don't know, did I do when I played? But like, I learned so much from both of them. They were such a different type of scrum halves. And I actually probably should talk to them more often. Bossy was so abrasive, he was very good at his delivery of the ball. Redzer was so quick at getting the ball away. And his delivery off the line was really good. So I had such a mix of, of a variety of talents from both of them that I learned so much. So working with those two, I, I yeah, I took a lot from them. And I was very lucky at a young age to have them. It was frustrating at the time because I was, what, 21, and I had two Irish internationals ahead of me, which is very frustrating. So that's why I went along to Connick. I had a couple of injuries, three shoulder surgeries within that time. Yeah. And I ended up in Galway, played there for three years won the league, just came my shoulder. So it was very up and down, but I learned so much. I, I feel like my last shoulder surgery was like the defining moment of my career. It just got me so into psychology, it got me into understanding how lucky I was to be in the position that I do. 
I got paid to go to the gym, I got um, paid to play a sport that I love. And I also realized that what separated me is what that, the hard work. I realized that that's what I'm good at and I'm gonna double down. So yeah. and from that, I, I wasn't even a goal kicker. I never kicked a, a, I kicked, sorry, maybe three kicks in my life in the UCD ALL game. But in school, I used to get too annoyed if I missed. So when I was in Gonzaga, I took a couple of kicks and I was like, I miss, I was like, nah, nah, I'm so annoyed, I was trying to tee away, I was like, I'm not kicking. So when I got to Connacht, there was two injuries one week. Uh, I think there was three of us went out to practice. Yeah. Uh, Marmo and Tierney Halloran, they both pulled their quads. So by default, it was me. Yeah. I was like, I don't even have kicking tee. Yeah. So I got kicking tee off Connor Cowan, who was actually, I was prefect to him in school. He came to kicking tee, I went out in a European game. First kick got it. Second, uh, Marmo and Tiernan Halloran, they both pulled their quads. So by default, it was me. Yeah. I was like, I don't even have kicking tee. Yeah. So I got kicking tee off Conor Kellen, who was actually, I was prefect to him in school. He came to kicking tee. I went out in a European game. First kick got it. Second kick, the week after, got three in a row. Got my best ever continuity of kicks was actually then. Got 16 in a row. We, we, we'll come on to that about your kicking like, you know. But what I want to ask is that like, like you, you came in to, you came into Ulster, I remember at the time there was big uproar because Rune Ampina was, he was unbelievable Ulster, yeah. up there, like, you know. And I think he got blocked because your review were like, we want to progress young players. And that's where you came in and see. And not only did you take your chance with both arms, but I think you got Pro 14 player of the year from right, well if Wikipedia is right, so like, uh, like, Top point score, but who's yeah, right. But like, no, but seriously, like, because that was a lot of pressure to come in because that guy was a a springbok legend, like, you know. And yeah, so it's like, I feel like I was just oblivious to it. So, again, as you said, my mantra was always just work hard. And it was, if I get up there and I work hard, which I'm very good at, the fans will take to me. And I was being a kicker at the time, I said, yeah. From when I thought I was not going to be a kicker, I'm never going to be for my kicker, but circumstance of that year and just happened that I was going to be the kicker. Because you said soccer football was your game younger. But like I think you were saying to us off air that your your stats are one of the highest in in your show at the moment, like you know, how do you just got a cool head for it? Like if you were to give advice to a, yeah. a young kicker out there, like how you I, how did you take to it? I think it's two part. I, like I'm not very technical. So the other day I was helping a cup rugby club, a women's club in uh, up north. Yeah. And they were like, where do you kick the ball? I was like, uh, there, maybe there. I was like, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know where I kick the ball. I grew up playing so much football that I just, I, I work off field. I'm so into field. So if you feel like you're kicking a fluid and I work off the deck, so I, I if I, so you're asking me if I'm going to coach someone. If I'm going to coach someone, I'm quite different. So I'm so into football which is anti what a lot of rugby coaches think. I think the best kickers of a ball are football coaches. Okay. Footballers. So a Chabby Londo, it's not a David Beckham curl to the top corner. It's a Chabby Londo long ball. Yeah, yeah. If you're able to strike a ball straight through in a long motion, they're the best kickers of all. Why do you have to kick like that? Hey, can I ask also, so say if it's a big kick for Ulster, right? Yeah. Do you think the same as someone up in the stand that he's got to get this? Or do you block out all that? And just think, think, think of the process. Well, I could literally talk to you for an hour about kicking. There's so many variables. So longer kicks, adrenaline comes in. Secondly, 
I've actually studied the science of the actual mechanism of kicking. The science of the actual mechanism of kicking. So so much for coming into hamstring, hips, foot placement. So the belief your foot, the further away, closer your foot distance comes into play. So I've studied the actual. I there's a guy working with an ulcer. He's broken down all the mechanisms within this. So I've actually dabbled in NFL kicking for distances. So a lot of this to do with timing, contact, distances. Yeah. So like a lot of people mesh me like how oh, hey, do I get further. I think timing's important. I think where your foot actually lands important. Strength within your legs important. So there's so many variables. But to me again, I find it intriguing and fascinating. But I dabbled recently in NFL kicking, which I took from a 55 meter kick. But I've copied basically what the NFL kickers do, which is crazy alien to rugby. It's eight steps back and six to the side or nine, six, similar. But you're running into the ball. So they do like a run, hop, skip into a ball, mm. which hypothetically could be done in rugby, which I've tried and it worked. But if I ever bring it to a game, it'd be crazy. None of them done before, yeah. which I might do if I have to. But it's all to do with distances, like percentages, degrees. It's all crazy. Okay. But it's fascinating. To me, it's fascinating. I love it. I find that stuff intriguing. Well, look, we want yeah, we want more of this or so Yeah, you're going to have a sign on kicking. Yeah. I was well, talking about kicking fair because and Because I used to do a bit of rugby, I'm a prop. I used to do a bit of rugby, I'm a prop. And I suppose props are the same. They could talk about scrums today. Yeah. But who gives a shit about scrums? Yeah, exactly. Like, but, uh, yeah. but anyway, um, I just want to ask you as well about Ulster this year, like, you know, because like, there are problems I always enjoy watching, like, you know, but like, there are problems that probably have under-delivered over the last few years. Like, what's what's the goal this year? What do you think with us, or what do you hope to achieve? Like, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, last year was heartbreaking. I feel like, in hindsight, it was our year. We should have won that same final. It was heartbreaking to lose so late. And yeah, we felt like to have a home game back at Ravenhill would have been everything in the final. I, I'm I remember certain, I'm certain about it. I'm yeah, certain. it was unbelievable. Like, sorry, that was the Pro 14 final, wasn't it? Or yeah, the semi that we lost to Stormers. We, yeah, I'm certain about it. We won if we got it back home. Yeah. But, Are you true to that, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. They, fair play to them. I do think it's just for them. I have played well to win it. But then the semi again, or to lose as well. To lose again, it was heartbreaking. But it was one point and two points. So I do think we're so close. And I've said that since the start of the season. I said that before the week. When Lancer, we were what 14 points up and we, we lost, whatever. But I do still think we've like this great chemistry and we were building to be so good. I don't think, I think sport is fickle. I think mental toughness is even keel, and I've always said it. So, like, whatever, at the start of the season, we were brilliant, flying, beat everyone. We're, what, we're still third in the league. And a couple of games after that, we spiraled. I still think within our squad and what we have and what we're building, there's more, like, we take Stormers again last year, and Bowls, I'm pretty sure they're like fourth and fifth, or third and fourth in, in the season. Yeah. And then they peaked in the second half of the season. Okay. So all that matters is the second half of the season. Okay. Like, you lose a game or two, and you can be top of the league, but you lose, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So everything that matters is the second half of the season. So that's all that matters. So, uh, also, I just want to ask you about, uh, I see, according to Wikipedia again, but I think I knew this already, because uh, I follow obviously Ulster, and Ulster follow bench warmers back on Instagram. Belfast Central Missions Befriends. Yeah, yeah. Tell us who we like. Yeah, so it's something that I've been working with since I've actually moved up. So I don't know, is it? So within school, I was quite into charity and um, in general, I think it's important. I think as athletes, 
there's way more to life than yeah. sport. And the way more, what, the impact you have on people around you within the environment is important. So when you retire, what are you going to reflect on? You reflect on what you did within the environment, you're going to reflect on what you've done for others. So I've always thought it was important. So when I first moved up, I used to go to Tesco, and I thought it was crazy that elderly people were always getting taxis. I was like, why the hell are they getting taxis? I was like, surely volunteers are people can do more. So I Googled it, signed up to voluntary work to do things with elderly people, and I thought it was important. So I became friendly with a guy, and Raymond, and we would work every week, or every second week, we'll get a coffee and we'll hang out. And yeah, he sometimes struggled with life. He, he used to look after his parents, and they passed away, so he didn't really have anyone. So we became from mates, and through that we worked together for years, and and was asked to put forward for that award, which again I didn't think would ever happen. So yeah. I was told to make five grand for charity, so brilliant. And and when it, which I did not, excuse me, ever think I would. To the point that when they're making the video, like, this is a waste of time. Why would we do it? Um, no, but that's like, look, honestly, you see it with Marcus Rashford, what he did during COVID, and I do think, like, like if you're in that position, you should try and get back something, so fair play on that, uh, John. Um, I just want to ask you quickly as well about Ireland, because in my, this is my view, right, I thought you were very harsh at one stage, you were, at the, you were playing prime stuff, and I thought you should have been starting, and I'm a Monster fan, but like, I thought you were playing better than Connemore at one stage. Like, how important was that? Like, I don't think you were given the full crack of it, like, you know? Or, like, I don't know, I'm probably putting on your spot, like, but, yeah. like, tell us, like, you have 11 caps, whereas I think you should have been given a better crack of it, like, you know? So tell us about your time at Ireland and any regrets or whatever, you know? Yeah, I'd say if I actually delved into an action, I felt that I would get way too deep. I, I, I found it really difficult, personally. And during lockdown, I found it very hard, and that to go from, I was meant to start farming against France. Yeah. I was told I was starting farming against France, and then didn't play again. And it was kind of unbelievably difficult to train lockdown, to the point that I was struggling mentally, etc., etc. Because what it would keep going back, what was the things that made me who I am is hard work and work rate. So there's somebody who always puts in 100% and always tries your best. It's difficult to take when you don't get picked or you don't get what you think you deserve. Fair enough, I can understand someone not going to get deserve. But I always feel like I always came back. And that's me. And I always keep working. And it is what it is. So I got to the point where I really struggled that. I was like, I've done everything you've asked me. I've always bounced back. I've always, in my mind, been brilliant. Been one-on-one -on -one as good as anyone in the country. So it nearly got to the boiling point that I was really struggling mentally that I was comparing myself every week, I was watching him again, he does this, I do this, I was better this, he better this. I, I'd be comparing and I, I was really struggling. So yeah, try luck and I found it very hard. The point that it's affecting my mental health So okay. yeah, after that I was just I become pretty comfortable now that I'm just like whatever. So I'm like, just I love Ulster. I like playing here, and I've just become determined that I play closer. My That's team, I'm going to play as well as I can for my team that I love. I love this city of Belfast. I love the province of Ulster, and I'm going to give 100% to Ulster, and that was it. And that was what I made the plan, and that's fine. And I can accept that, and I accept all the people that I love in the community, and that's it. And that's what I did. Oh, and I'm not going to compare myself to anyone in the country of other position. 
I'm a Vigor, so that's my job. Yeah, I think that look, all you can do is do it, play your best poster, and if your Irish team are interested, are interested, if they're not, they're not, I suppose. Yeah. You know? I, I, I'd be friendly enough with John Ryan, I thought. I thought John got very harshly treated too, but yeah, I thought like like they're, he's going to New Zealand now, and then they're going to bring them back because they yeah. knew they knew they fucked up. Excuse my language, so like, but anyway, sure. it's you know, it's perception. Yeah, yeah, another person you can't understand. Exactly. Um, and what's that? Is really, I suppose, final two questions. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, what do you think you'll do after rugby, then, John? You know I, mean? like, I know you're only forty-two, and. Like, I met Peter Stringer today actually, who's yeah. living over here too, and he played right up until he's 40. And if you're a scrum half and you're smart, you can, you can play yeah. as long as you want. So, like, well, what do you do with a degree? What do you want to do after rugby? I, like I said earlier, I noise when we talk about age. I do feel like, bar a knee injury or a couple of bad other injuries, I feel like I honestly hate to lay for the age four. I'd be friendly enough with John Ryan if I thought. I thought John got very harshly treated too, but yeah, yeah, they thought like like they're, he's going to New Zealand now, and then they're going to bring them back because they yeah. knew they knew they fucked up. Excuse my language, so like, but anyway, sure. it's you know, perception. Yeah, another person you can't understand anything. Um, and what's that? She's really, I suppose, final two questions. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, what do you think you'll do after rugby then, John? You know, I, mean, like, I know you're only twenty-two and. I, I met Peter Stringer today actually, who's yeah. living over here too, and he played right up until he's 40. And if you're a scrum half and you're smart, you can, you can play yeah. as long as you want. So, like, well, what do you do with a degree? What do you want to do after rugby? Like? I, like I said earlier, noise when we talk about age, I do feel like, bar a knee injury or a couple of bad other injuries, I feel like I honestly hate to lay for the age 40. Maybe if I want to, I still like it, I enjoy it, I look it, etc. Maybe. And um, my take home is always job and TV. Right. Thing like that, I'm chance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. I like psychology. I did uh, commerce. Coaching, would you? So you Maybe I'd like to do kicking coaching because yeah. I annoyed them for the last five minutes earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. I find kicking intriguing. I find it fascinating. I feel like this. Uh, yeah. Well, what's, your degree, what's, what's your degree in? Sorry? I did commerce in UCD. Okay. You played with and against. I've been very lucky to be. I saw him earlier. Like I, I came through like O'Driscoll, Brad Thorne, Mills Malina, like they're all freaks. Uh, Charles Beatty was a freak when I was in the course. He was one of those people who goes through you, around you, like anything. Yeah. He was so good, or he just sidestep you like. Yeah. So you don't know what you're gonna do. So you go there, step you, boom, so quick. You're like you couldn't do anything against him. He was probably the most talented player I played. Yeah. Um, oh, like Rana Smith, who people wouldn't know that much about. I played him for Cheetahs, and he was honestly unbelievable. I think Reese Webb, brilliant. My first ever game for Leinster, I was 21. Uh, Reese Webb was class, so much better than me. Yeah. He made a mockery of me. And I've played him so many times since, and different other crew. First game, he was only a year older, and he was class. I was like, this, I, really, I understood where I need to get. What's your predictions for the Six Nations? And the World Cup, I don't know. Is it? Yeah, we'll do the Six Nations and the World yeah. Cup. What do you think? I do think Ireland are like, doing brilliant. So you've got a bad game for us. I think Wales a couple of the other, Yeah, I think a couple of other teams struggling. I don't think Wales. Will Ireland win it? I think it's between Wales and er, Ireland and France. Yeah. I think France are very good. Yeah. Their squad's class. France the World Cup as well. I don't think England's good as these three or Wales or. 
John, we'll finish with uh, quick fire questions in 60 seconds. Okay. So, favorite food? Pizza. Pizza. Uh, favorite golf course? Any chance of free milkshake? <laughs> How often do you do your dirty laundry? I'm actually alright. My mum recently said she's going to be on every second day, which I've done it that good for now. Alright. Uh, Westlife Appraisal? Westlife Appraisal. Alright. Uh, do your best celebrity impression? Uh, the double champ does what he wants. Come on. Yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to do it already. <laughs> win the World Cup or win the Masters? Massive. Right. Uh, favorite holiday? Uh, Thailand. Who would play you in a movie? Uh, Mark Wahlberg. Uh, leg day or chest day? Chest. And arms day. Chest and arms. Beach five day. Please. Oh, well, John. Jonathan. Come on. And thanks to the, the Vickers and the boy for setting this up. Cheers. And thanks for listening. And thanks again to What's the Crack, the boy I and the Irish Vickers in Dubai for setting up that interview with Ulster and Irish scrum half John Cooney. And good luck to John in the rest of his season uh, with Ulster. And uh, what a player, what a signing he's been for Ulster, you know, and it just goes to show again the value of hard work and sticking with it and he's reaped the rewards. And remember to check out um, uh, What's the Crack Dubai Eye on social media and make sure to check out the website. And thanks again to the Irish Vickers. Uh, make sure to check them out as well. And thanks for organising that between the two of them. So uh, with that, remember you can get this podcast on Spotify and wherever else you get your podcasts. Um, I'm Neville O'Donoghue. Thanks for listening. And I'm out of here.